0: Welcome to Gimmick Street Wrestling Podcast. I am Pratik Sravastava. Uh Funky Sam Medina and Xavier Vakuna are on assignment. We miss them. Happy Chamber Weekend, everybody. Uh, I thought it would be special to talk to someone who actually flew all the way to Australia uh, to attend the Elimination Chamber. Uh, a good friend of mine and a comedian as well. Please welcome Chris Damon. Yay, you're Boy, alive.
1: Thank you for having me hell
0: yeah chris how you doing how how uh, first off how has the australia trip been so far
1: oh it's very fun it's like australians are some of the nicest people on the planet you could just start a conversation with anybody (laughs) it's great though
0: and you went to the store as well you were messaging me and uh our our mutual friend kevin Kellum, who's also uh, been on gimmick street before uh uh, you, you went to the superstore uh, uh, Was it like just packed out Like how were how the lines and everything
1: Oh it was It was pretty packed out There was a line I, The store I think Opened on Thursday Or Friday Like basically Perth's Central Business District Yeah Downtown Perth And it was in this uh, You know Like courtyard area Of like a shopping mall that there was a line, and I was like, "God dang it!" I, I, I got there at like four. It opened at, or no, I got there at five because uh, the Kabuki Warriors were made an appearance at four. So I was like, "Oh, I was, you know, hoping to get there." Would like they be? They the crowd would be distracted by that, but by them. that wasn't the case. They were probably more. Those rest-
0: Were they doing a lot of signings, or just the Kabuki Warriors?
1: I wasn't there for that, so I don't know. I do know that they had a couple other people. I don't, I'm don't. i not familiar with their names. And then the uh, Undertaker had a dead man show on Friday.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, that was the other thing. I know people were talking about the Undertaker. He was doing a couple different – he was doing like a little tour of Australia and doing yeah. the one-man show uh at different venues that that was wild.
1: Yeah, he did that friday at perth
0: nice yeah yeah all right so then yeah so you're there you're visiting and you you know for our listeners you know you live in chicago you're going to australia now you didn't just to kind of give the listeners something were you was it sort of like a happy coincidence serendipity that you were planning a trip to australia at the same time as elimination chamber
1: it was a. Uh... Of the cherry on top because I've always wanted to go to Perth. It's the most isolated big city in the world yeah. of its size. And it is, like, because half the country, it's on the western part of the country. It's basically an empty country. I mean, there's people there, but, like, it's all desert. Yeah. And uh, with the exception of the coastline and the fertile south. But I've always wanted to come to Perth. And then they announced the elimination chamber at Perth. And then on Black, uh, not Black uh, Cyber Monday, they had uh, Air New Zealand had cheap flights to Melbourne. I'm like, okay, this is my time to go. Yeah. So you know, I, I bought a ticket, and then uh, fast forward three months later, now I'm here. Yeah, you're here. So
0: you spent a little time in Man- Melbourne, and then you you went to Perth.
1: Yeah, I went. I was in uh, Melbourne for a week. And then I—that uh, was overrun by Taylor Swifties, right? Like, She's uh, having
0: a uh, concert. Like, I, yeah. I,
1: I got in. Yeah, I got in, as soon as she got in, and <laughs> holy crap! You want to talk about purgatory? <laughs> go to the mall. The train station, like Central Melbourne's train station, leads into a mall, like they all do in Perth as well. But I walked in, and I was—I was going to like a soccer match, but all these, like you know teenage Swifties were around. I'm like, I can't find the exit to the mall. I'm, I don't know how to leave. This is purgatory.
0: <laughs> There's too many people. Help. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so you mentioned you saw a soccer match uh, in, in Melbourne, and I believe now the stadium where they had Elimination Chamber, that's like a cricket stadium or something?
1: Yeah, it's cricket, and I think also soccer. Also soccer, yeah. Um, yeah, I I, was, I went to the rugby match the night before and that well, that that was like going to a, like a T-ball game in the suburbs compared to the, the stadium, the <laughs> right. cricket background.
0: Uh, so talk about now, so you're, so you're going to these different events in Australia. You're seeing different types of, you're seeing different types of fans and you're also a fan of going to different types of stadiums. So so what do you make of these stadiums? Do you think they're, they're are they vastly different from American stadiums or are they just kind of, you know, they're just, they're, Little things make them different. No,
1: they're not vastly different. Uh, Optus, I think it's called. Cause yeah, it's like uh, either a telephone company.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, our friend Gary, you—he's he, been here as well for a cricket match, and he's like, "Oh, it's a new stadium, and it is new. It, it, it's like you don't see, you know, you don't have the sticky floors of like the United Center, you know, and Op- yeah. Optus Stadium." Uh was voted best stadium in the world. Really? I don't know by what magazine yet, but <laughs> yeah, but I was told I was like, yeah, this is the best stadium in the world. It's pretty cool. Did it feel more uh, modern
0: uh, and futuristic?
1: Uh definitely futuristic. Uh they're very anal with the recycling. Okay. So which is cool. Uh, and then they have something that only one other arena I've seen and that was nationwide in Columbus. They have free charging stations. That see
0: that's the I, I've never seen that anywhere. Yeah, like. Really? And then some of these, you know, I know we went to, you know, compared to Okay, so let me ask you this now. You you went to you've been to a few Wrestlemanias now as well. Uh we went yeah. to we went to 38 together at AT&T Stadium. We went to 39 last year, SoFi Stadium, which that was also a new New kind of stadium felt kind of a little futuristic. I don't
1: like SoFi. I think that yeah. sucks.
0: I was going to say, it's reception like wise, did, did you find Optus to be better in terms of navigating, getting around?
1: Yeah. Yeah, most definitely. It was very easy. Uh, it's cool looking. SoFi is just a, a soulless piece of like an <laughs> art exhibit. <laughs> People say, like, oh, SoFi's cool. It's like, no, it's not. <laughs> and I'd rather have soldier field at Sofi any day.
0: <laughs> did it feel Okay, now so when you got to the event, did it feel like a WrestleMania at all just because you're in a stadium or did it feel oh, Yeah, yeah what, 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 what were the like did it remind you of the other events you've gone to or did it feel like a bigger event?
1: Uh I think it was a bigger uh if it, it felt both. Um, bigger in the sense that this is Australia's what second time hosting an event yeah. of this magnitude. So for them, the Aussies it was really special for the Aussies.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, of course you had Rhea actually both ladies are born were born in Australia. Right. That had a line. Nia
0: Jax Naya Jackson. Yeah Nia Jax Nia Jax spent time At uh In Sydney But then I think her Whole hero Heel character They did like a They did like a press conference The night before And I watched a little bit Of it on yeah. YouTube Well I guess night before but Yeah Whatever our time Whatever the fucking Time difference was Yeah uh, But I called before over the that the day
1: Before the event
0: Yeah But th- clearly the fans Were not into Naya at all Rhea was the
1: You know Yeah She was It was her And then uh I would say Grayson Waller, which I'm not. Is he supposed to be a heel or is he just like, like, like? Is he supposed to be like the brother of love heel?
0: Yeah, he's post, he's a cocky, what? he's a cocky, punchable face heel. But now, now let me ask you: Was he was probably getting face reactions, right? He was getting cheers because oh of the yeah,
1: because he's he a hometown. Was, and then Austin Theory was next to him, and of course he got all the heat. Yeah, because he he just the turd, and he was the whipping boy. He was the whipping and you know, boy, it too.
0: and it's funny because both Grayson and Austin both had incidents with the media in recent. They did they did all these like press tours for this Elimination Chamber, and both Grayson and Waller got asked by reporters, "Oh, this is fake, this is fake." Oh, let me well let me punch you. So it's funny how they both had these different reactions. Uh, well, they had they had heel reactions, but one is still treated. You know, it's that thing of Bret Hart in Canada. You know, you're you're a heel over here, and then when you go to your home country. They love you. You know,
1: most definitely, most definitely, they did love him. And then, like, they had Austin Theory come out talking about like, oh, I had Vegemite and it was horrible. Nah. You know what I had? You know what I had? I had an awesome blossom from Outback Steakhouse. <laughs> <laughs> that's a meal He's did like, no,
0: you uh well speaking of food how expensive was the food at the stadium or did you try not to eat anything
1: i only ate a, i had a hulk hoagie they ah! turned every they had they turned uh, all their food into like wrestling like nice wrestler i love that of, stuff like, <laughs> power bomb nachos and <laughs> rko bagel <laughs> <laughs> not the RKO Bagel. Because
0: <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> we went to, so for those who don't know, we went to the Royal Rumble and we went to the Hulk Hogan's restaurant and the restaurant didn't really do a good job with the with the wrestling food themed uh, items.
1: Yeah. That. It could have had like
0: Jimmy Hart nachos. <laughs> Mouth of the South um, uh, uh, meat. <laughs> yeah, Mouth of the South hot wings. <laughs> yeah, something. That's cool that they tried to do RKO Bagel. That's just funny. <laughs>
1: I had a I had a Hulk Hogan and it was dried out. Like there's that new there's a new trend in uh, like self like kind of self service uh, concession stands popping up all over the stadiums now, right? Which I think is kind of I don't know. You just have all the food laid out under a hot light. It, it's are just getting dried out.
0: I noticed Kinda, that too. When I went to Ford Field for SummerSlam last year, I noticed that we're like they're just and, and but I was like just looking for something cuz the lines were just jammed. I, I'm curious how bad were the lines for any sort of concessions or anything or were you able to navigate that?
1: Where were uh, Well, I, I I did my old uh like stadium hack and I wait I the first match, not counting the dark match with the Kabuki Warriors and the other I forget the two ladies. Uh, Indy, though, she was a hometown favorite.
0: Okay.
1: Um, but the first actual match was the women's elimination chamber. So during that, that's when I walked. Her, I did my. I walked around the stadium and yeah. I got my, you know, food. So I I didn't have to compete with any lines, and then I went to the washroom, and then as I was in the washroom, the match ended, and then everybody <laughs> the flood. You know, yeah, so it's like, that. if, if you want a little uh, wrestling hack, pick a match that you're not really interested in, and then that's when you get your food. It's tough,
0: though, because some of these, it's funny, and this is, for, so for those that haven't watched the Elimination Chamber yet, or haven't caught up, this is like the first event in a while for WWE where they had a dark match, or a pre-show match, you know, Yeah, like, I don't
1: think we've ever seen a dark match, we, I I talked about, we, we I, I was... I was shocked with the, the person right next to me. He was like a, you know, a teenage kid. Yeah. All excited. And, you know, I was talking to him throughout the whole match. Like I said, Australians are very. Friendly. Uh, personal. Yeah. Friendly. And I'm like, wow. They, Cause they had the match. The ticket said, Oh, doors open at three 30 starts at five 30. Right. But then we were there. It's like illumination chamber in thirty eight minutes. I'm like, I thought it starts in like, Eight minutes They're like no So it was a dark match Which was odd But I still like it I thought I I think they should Do dark matches More often With local talent I agree They're there all, Like the local talent's there
0: You're flying up Some superstar there You might, have, might as well Do something with them So I'm, I'm happy yeah. That they're bringing back Dark matches Pre-show matches Whatever you want to call them um, Yeah it, it just felt like You know We both went to Royal Rumble this year uh and th- there really wasn't no, sucks. Yeah, Tropicana. I just wasn't a fan. And also there was really no there was really no bathroom break match. Like every match was really, you know, hyped up as a main event. So it was like you're literally missing parts of the rumble trying to navigate through or go to the bathroom. I yeah. had a charging problem. And we had no reception by the way at the Tropicana.
1: No, oh, reception was horrible, whereas mm. Optus Stadium it was the best internet I ever had at a stadium.
0: Right? Was there free Wi-Fi also? Or
1: uh... oh yeah, free Wi-Fi, pre-charging free station. I didn't go up on the other because I was in like the first bowl or yeah level. Uh, tickets were surprisingly cheap too. I was but... gonna
0: say ticket. You, you got a good deal.
1: Uh, uh... Yeah, like sixty bucks U.S. Like if you you bring, you could use my pictures, but majority of the time my pictures are from where I was sitting, so. It's a good uh seat. Did you find yourself focused on the ring or
0: the screen? How were the screens set up?
1: Uh I think just because of the way I, uh everybody who's been who's been born after the sixties
0: yeah. have been raised by television, you kinda have to look at
1: the screen. You know, unless you're right right there. Yeah.
0: Unless uh, you're on the floor or something. You don't want to crane your neck up. Um
1: Yeah, but like there's screens everywhere. And the thing about they did have a, and I blame this on uh, the WWE production. But there were times where the screens went out, and it would just have the generic elimination chamber, like saver. I was going to ask computer.
0: about that because we've no, we noticed that at Royal Rumble too. Uh, the sc- certain screens cut out, so we then like the main thing would le- even I we even noticed that. I don't know if you well, yeah, I, you were there for WrestleMania with me. Uh, I don't know if you noticed that WrestleMania two the screens cut out at one point. But we had decent yeah. seats that we didn't. We didn't really have to look up as much. But I noticed they were cutting out, and I think that's more just a production thing because I had asked people who watched it live, and they said no, there were no cutouts or anything. There was no.
1: Yeah, I think it's a live production thing. Production they got to fire that guy.
0: <laughs> it's, it's one
1: probably. guy. <laughs> it's probably Vince Man's cousin. <laughs> <laughs> He's still there. Why is he still there? Um, He's the last McMahon. Jim. Oh,
0: <laughs> it's the guy from the bears what's he doing there <laughs> uh was mo- was it mostly uh, australians uh, in your section or did you see any other international
1: uh, oh yeah there was a lot of australians no, the thing is i don't know if they're australians or if they're visiting from australia or visiting australia because visit. i saw a lot of south asians a lot of asians I was yes, going to say, you know,
0: there must have been quite a few... You know, India loves wrestling, and obviously Australia's a little closer to get to, so I was I wondering... I mean, Perth it.
1: in India, yeah, yeah. Like, they talk about how people in Perth go to India, Sri Lanka, yeah. the Maldives, because it's, it's closer than saying Hawaii, so... It's, of
0: course, yeah. Did you have any but problems yeah, what, getting in? Security was... How were the security lines getting in?
1: Oh, the security was... It's weird, because our security... You get, it's like going to an airport. Yeah. But here it's like, well, if you don't have any bags and you know, like to go on through with your ticket. Yeah. But once again, stuff of my, one of my enemies, arch enemies, <laughs> I, 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 I downloaded my ticket. I had it, but the ticket wasn't scanning. Oh. And they're, you know, the Aussies, they're very nice, but it's like, they're also taking their job seriously. Like I just want to get in the stadium, and I'm flipping out because, you know, this was like quarter after five. Right, you don't want to miss anything. Yeah, to miss things. But no, you know, but of course, I went to the box office and they straightened it out. And then this older Australian lady escorted me through security. Like, all right, well, that's good. It's a yeah. It's um, I don't like StubHub, but uh, it. In terms of that it's very easy to get in and out and another good thing is well i guess i don't know if it's in other parts of australia but here in perth if you're going to the event you show your ticket to like like the, the train uh public transportation you get on for free
0: that's great yeah how was so it like, um I, now yeah I, so how- how did you so, get down there? Did you use like a like a transit or just a car service? Or?
1: I Ubered it because I thought I was running late. I mm. Ubered it to the stadium, and then the guy dropped me off. Uh, you know, before you know, got busy. Then I walked but then after the actual elimination chamber, I just followed. You know, trains through the city. Got on the train, took it to the city, and then I got an Uber from there in downtown Perth. That's great. Back to my Airbnb.
0: That's great. Good navigation. Didn't have to. Didn't have to stay at a at a at a, at a casino and kill time.
1: <laughs> exactly. Didn't have to. You know. Yeah. That's eat, a hack for all our listeners. Nuggets.
0: That's a hack for all our listeners. If you're doing an American pay per view or something, and the Ubers are fucking four hundred dollar plus surges, go go find the nearest bar or casino and just kind of ride it
1: out. Yeah, do that. Casino, you, you, know, you is yeah. You, we were, where, where were we? Like, Texas? Texas, we, we did consumer. that. We did that in Nashville also. Uh, yeah.
0: I did that for SummerSlam also last year. Uh, yeah, that's that's the hack. You gotta do that. Um, that's the hack. That's the hack. All right, so let's get to the actual event now. Uh, now, you've seen, you know, you've been to two War Games events. You saw the Hell in a Cell WrestleMania. This is your first time watching the Chamber uh, now, I, I don't know if you heard the news about, like, the pirates stealing parts of the chamber, and they had to, like, bypass the Suez Canal to get the chamber materials there. Oh,
1: together. really? Yeah. They they brought it through the... <laughs> they had to go... <laughs> <laughs> so, like, so you... Yeah, I mean, it has an Elimination Chamber banner. <laughs> <laughs> Probably some, like, weird... Or just a
0: piece of the chain or something. <laughs>
1: they should hang they should hang it over the canal <laughs> <laughs> this is the real chamber <laughs> yeah.
0: well you know it's funny in germany i don't know if they could ever do this premium live in germany because they got they actually when elimination chamber dvd came to germany they changed it to no escape because they didn't want chamber making any mention of gas chambers but i don't know no escape sounds pretty
1: bad too for germany too yeah yeah he was as <laughs> We'll just call it death toll. <laughs> just call it de- <laughs> just death toll baton.
0: Massive death. Uh okay, so how was the action like they, they kicked it off with the women's uh chamber match? Uh between the two well yeah, let's talk about the women's chamber match, you know, highlights, low lights. Were we able to get a good uh uh scent of what are we able to see what was going on inside the chamber? How was it visually constructed? Well,
1: player. like the women's chamber match is the one I walked around the stadium. It was, it was like now or never, pretty yeah. much for me. Yeah, because the thing about last night, it's like you kind of knew Rhea was going to win. She wasn't going to win lose. Well, the see, main she event wasn't in, in the yeah. whole country. That, yeah. That'd be stupid. Yeah, it's like Hulk Hogan losing to Sergeant Slaughter you know well you know it's funny they know. they've had
0: people lose i mean Drew McIntyre lost in in England last year they've they've done things like that but i felt like given she was she's built so strong as a as a competitor and this title holder that you knew you know you kind of knew she was she wouldn't lose the title right then and there but you're right it was a good hometown win for her
1: you know yeah um, um so like the ladies match i didn't see but i watched the entire every other match i watched uh because, you know, I was done exploring the stadium. Uh, I, in terms of, like, the men's elimination chamber, I got I got a sense, but... Was it obstructing at all or I, were you able to see? I could see everything, you know. Uh, my eyes are better than my cam uh, camera on my phone, so mm. I could watch, like, when that, my footage of the actual ring action is all pixelated, but in my mind, I remember saying, you know... Yeah. You know, RKO standing up on the cage when he was introduced and all that. That was cool. Uh, But one thing I don't understand is the timing of when they let the wrestlers in to the match. Like, when do the pods open?
0: Yeah, it's a weird how those intervals work. You know, it's funny because we've seen the War Games, and you went to both War Games, uh... Matches um compared to oh, War, yeah. compared to okay because we we went to War Games obviously last year you went to the, to Boston War Games two years ago you've been now to Elimination Chamber uh did you find between War Games and the Chamber uh which were you able to see better or which matches did you find more more appealing between the three...
1: Elimination Chamber I feels better yeah I don't know if it was because the Boston uh War Games I was just in a shitty angle
0: <laughs> yeah. And, and,
1: and, the two rings kind of throw off. Whereas they're, this is the one The two ring. rings are always there. Yeah,
0: they're there for the other matches also.
1: <laughs> yeah, so it looks odd when you have one, just, you know, straight, normal, one-on-one match. Right. And then there's another ring right there. It's just, what? What do you do? But Elimination Chamber, you know, they lower it and raise it, so it adds, you know... It, it doesn't take away from the other matches because you have this other thing that's reminding you, oh, you know, there's another match. Exactly. Yeah, they're, they're lowering it. Where people like, you
0: know, so so yeah, as you're sitting there, you know, you know, we, we watched war games together. There were lulls in the crowd. They were quiet at one point. Like, you know, the sense I got from watching it is this Aussie crowd was excited for everything, whether it was lowering, whether it was a commercial, whatever. Like, they were just excited. Like, did you get that sense? Oh, well? yeah.
1: Yeah, they loved it, and also the chance, like, uh, oh, Dominic is a waker. That was fun.
0: Yeah, there was a thing where I guess on TV it got blurred out, but I guess they were giving him the finger at one point.
1: He did. He gave the crowd a finger. Uh, no, no, no.
0: The crowd were giving him a finger got blurred out on the on the visual. Uh, on oh, the episode, really? That's on the cool. Yeah. So.
1: And then, uh, you know about the awesome heel turn, right? Right. No, no, about AJ. Yeah, AJ turned. Yeah, yeah, that was cool because I mean, I still don't like him. because Yeah, he's you, have a very,
0: you have a very you're very specific re- <laughs> for our listeners. Oh, he's an idiot, <laughs> yeah, you know, you know, it is that thing of like you know wrestlers like <laughs> don't talk politics with some of your favorite wrestlers. Fucking Kane being the fucking conservative mayor. AJ Styles saying that, you know, I'm not I'm not a I'm not a flat earther. I have questions and it's like, dude, we don't care. You were on a
1: fucking play for 14 <laughs> hours. How can you you're saying that's flat, dude? <laughs> we hate you, dude. Um, yeah,
0: so so give me a sense then of the uh you know, so there was there was a judgment day match, uh, and I guess Don uh interfered or something. Like as a match though, how did you how did you like was Judgment Day getting was Judgment Day booed given that they have association with Rhea or were they still getting cheered?
1: They were. That's the odd thing. it's like they weren't really booed on their way to the ring, but yeah. then when Dominic was there, they booed him. Right. And then, uh, was it the New Catch Republic? By the way, that's a horrible name. Yeah, it's so, sad like,
0: because those two guys are great wrestlers, Pete Dunne and Tyler Bate. They were in the NXT UK, the Blackpool, uh, not the Blackpool Combat Club. That's AEW, but they were in like Blackpool, England. They came up, you know, yeah. like, brawling so style.
1: How was that match the new day. You yeah. don't need the new catch. It's like, yeah, what?
0: I don't like that name. I don't know if that's a Vince thing or maybe they're going to change that name. But how was the match
1: itself? It was good. Uh, oh, one thing I noticed, uh, the, 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 the kid I was talking to, he's like, there's not a lot of high flyers. And you didn't really see a lot of high fly- Like, sure, Logan Paul... Jumped off. Yeah, you know, he had a couple moments. Bob. Um,
0: and I guess in the women's match there might have been a few moments. I'm trying to remember though.
1: But like he was saying, like there's no Rey Mysterio. There's like no Luchador type wrestlers anymore. Hmm. So like, especially in the men's elimination chamber match, it felt like every other move was like a version of a neck breaker.
0: <laughs> a lot too much. A lot of brawling for for a chamber match. You know what I mean? Like you yeah. have to do something else. You know.
1: That's why, like. Uh, when I went to the War Games, the two War Games matches, and Kevin Kell would ask me, like, "Oh, what'd you think?" I was like, "The women's matches were better because they were doing riskier moves." Absolutely,
0: I think both years in a row, the women's Chamber match or women's eliminate, uh, the women's War Games match was better. So I was wondering, you know, I personally between the two matches, I personally, I thought the men's matches had more build in terms of like the feuds. So I was just more excited about the men's match, but but it was definitely interesting. Yeah. Um, and then I get why Rhea, you know, look Rhea and Nia—they're clearly the hometown favorites. It made sense that this match would would end the night. Uh, uh, would you say being in the arena or excuse me in the stadium, would you say that the crowd was most on their feet for the Rhea match?
1: No, they were sitting down. It, it could be politeness. Politeness. Okay. I mean the, the 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 floor was standing up because you you know you're on the floor, but. Uh even right so like a couple rows in front of me there was two uh guys with signs and on the back of their signs it said sorry. Yeah. Like they were they're <laughs> apologizing to the people behind them for holding up signs.
0: That's that's clever. That's cute.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh what would you say was your favorite match of the night?
1: Uh I would say I like uh the the men's elimination chamber was the one that had uh I feel like the most significance for impacting WrestleMania. Absolutely. So yeah, there was a lot there's a like, lot on the line in that, that what's that? There was a lot on the line
0: in that in that. Category.
1: Yeah, now you're like I don't know what, what's gonna happen on Monday at Raw, but now you could possibly have an LA night AJ Styles match mm-hmm. at WrestleMania and then uh you know the yeah, like it, it seems like a lot more of uh, the storyline for WrestleMania was revealed that during that match.
0: Right. Should Rhea have tried, should they have done something, you know, because usually the title sometimes gets offended inside the chamber. Do you think they should have done Rhea in the chamber? Or do you think it was wise for them to just do a one-on-one match with Rhea in her
1: home? In her home yeah, match? it was wise because you're showing off Rhea. You're like thanking the Aussies. Like, hey, you know. Our biggest women's wrestler is your, you know, from your the your country. Yeah, it was. I mean, the the main event was kind of a squash match. You you knew she wasn't gonna lose.
0: It was wild you know? because I'm looking at the times right now. The men's match had the longest time, and yet that wasn't the last match. You would have. I mean, I knew the women's match wasn't gonna be as long as a chamber match, but man, like it it was
1: kind of. Did it feel short to you? It did, but also that's when I was charging my phone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So like I, I got like I have footage of uh, Rhea coming in. Yeah. But then uh, my phone was down to like fifteen percent. And I'm like, I don't want to have a dead phone in a country I don't know. No, that you don't know. Yeah, how are you going to get home?
0: <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. Rhea, Rhea. had a really strong entrance. Uh. Uh. What would you say the crowd was the most loudest for, of what you saw?
1: Uh. Rhea. Also, going back to AJ, people were like. No, oh, like they were heartbroken that AJ turned. <laughs> it was fun. It's funny because he'd been feuding
0: with LA Knight for a while too, but I guess this was the full turn. That's that's I guess. Oh the yeah, point.
1: yeah, yeah. It was fun. I mean, I don't. I, I I just like the heels in general. That's who I like. Oh yeah. So, I mean, they're more fun. You know, they have more. In my part, they have, they're better characters, but you know, it's all a show. You know. Uh, the, uh, uh, I also like, like the chants, like, Dominic's awake. Or, God, then, yeah. uh,
0: Were there any other curse, no, cursing chants or anything wild? Any other chants you remember?
1: Oh, they boot Rock. That was awesome. <laughs> I haven't seen that. Like, I haven't heard a Rocky Sucks chant since I was 16. <laughs> <laughs> I remember Rocky Maivia. I didn't like him either. <laughs>
0: <laughs> He's He still sucks. <laughs> I
1: mean, yeah. <laughs> uh, how, how, uh, what did you it think of that? More, <laughs> What's that? No, go ahead, finish. It does make me wonder, though, if Goldust, aka, uh Dustin, is going to be at WrestleMania 40.
0: That would be a great... I think, you know, he deserves his, you know, Hall of Fame induction at some point as Goldust. He deserves, I think, one more run in WWE, I think, or at least tag with Cody. I think that would be a great story for him to finish as well.
1: Expecting so uh, to do, like, uh, the Bloodline versus the Rhodes family. Because they were talking, yeah. You know, they were talking smack about each other. You Absolutely, know? yeah.
0: And you, you need Dustin because Dustin's an icon too of the. You, if you think about it, Rock and Goldust are both icons of the Attitude Era. Maybe a little bit, you know, Goldust was there before the Rock, but I think that would be a great addition to the story. Maybe he will make an appearance. I think that would be great. You know,
1: yeah, Goldust. You know, the Rock being Mr. Hollywood and Goldust is you know Hollywood, Hollywood I mean, or whatever. No, oh man, I mean,
0: that would. That'd be great last year, but you know, it is what it is. Um, yeah. yeah. So, uh, any any final thoughts? I know we didn't talk much about that segment with with Grayson Waller. Uh, any thoughts on that, or any any other? Uh, like, I
1: mean, things? it was kind of it, that was probably the weakest.
0: Yeah, because it wasn't Cause, a Meta, so. it was just a segment. You know, but they had to include they had to get Grayson Waller somehow on the show. You know, does he wrestle at all? He does. He's he's definitely, okay. you know, he, and I know him and Austin are kind of like in a tag now. So they I, they've had him wrestle a little bit. He was oh, okay. in the Royal Rumble. Uh, he he's fought like Kevin Owens quite a bit because he's kind of. Yeah. They're both kind of attached to Logan Paul too now. They're kind of helping him out a little bit too.
1: Yeah, Logan Paul got a lot of heat. That oh, was yeah. cool.
0: People are booing the hell out of him, um, which is great. Yeah. yeah, definitely a lot of heels. <laughs> a lot of a lot of heels on this show. <laughs> yeah uh, yeah any other final thoughts on the stadium on the event
1: beautiful stadium the I, I like the atmosphere I mean wrestlers I mean wrestling fans have their own opinions but I'm all about like the moment you know There's, that's what it, I mean I like just going to these events I, I'm really not going to lose sleep if you know Rhea Ripley lost the title last night <laughs> of Sunday course or <laughs>
0: Yeah, you're, you're there for the match. I got bigger
1: problems, like a phone <laughs> bill
0: to worry about. I'm a grown man.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> I'm in a country where I don't know the language. I'm just trying to get by.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know they're speaking English, but I still don't understand them. Right. You know, what's a bloke?
0: <laughs> uh, well, yeah, safe travels, Chris. Uh, and you know, a, lot, you. a lot of people don't know that... Uh, you know, you, you, you're pretty much gone. So so in 2000, uh, in, in 2022, you went to all big four pay-per-view for WWE. Yeah. Then last year, you went to three out of the four, if I'm not mistaken. You went to Royal Rumble, yeah. uh, WrestleMania, and uh, War Games, and the Survivor Series War Games. And then this year, literally, you've gone to every pay-per-view for WWE so far. You've gone to
1: two. <laughs> two straight. Yeah, there's not one in March, so yeah, yeah. The I'm next pay per view, the next paper. Be I banged. do actually you want to go. I, I, maybe not this year, but in 2025. If they have it in Saudi Arabia, still, I might go to that. I think that would be. I think that's the like next, br-
0: that's the next thing for you to cross off is go to a Saudi pay per view.
1: <laughs> yeah, like I like that there. I, I like that the WWE is going international. I just remember they would always be like we're in some bumfuck fuck stadium in Ohio for <laughs> WrestleMania or some shit, you know? Yeah. And now they're like, no, we're going to be at a, you know, 80,000 cricket st- stadium in Australia.
0: Oh, yeah. I think it, it, I still remember they did that Backlash last year in Puerto Rico, and it was like, Backlash is supposed to be, you know, a nothing pay per view, but it became like a big spectacle event because they were in a different, you know, country or well, I yeah, guess it's they, it's not a different on, country, yeah. but like you know, a, a different different part of the different part of the, you know the United States, and 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 the crowd hadn't seen wrestling in a while, so they were excited,
1: and it, it, it and it makes a difference.
0: You know, you you different oh, yeah. types of chance, yeah. you feel
1: that crowd. Like, I think like the dream for WWE like really is get one in Japan now.
0: Japan, yeah. uh, probably bring like a SummerSlam or a Mania to Europe. I think that's the other big one. They've not really done a big four. and It's been a while, you know what I mean? So I think they probably want. To
1: yeah, the last one I can think of is Wembley at 92.
0: Wembley in 92. That's that's the big one they
1: haven't done. They're um, like, I'm sure like Canada is just American Junior. <laughs> so American <I> like. Junior. <laughs> but um,
0: yeah. All right, man, I'll let you go. I hope the rest of the Australia trip grows well. Do you do you want to... This is going to come out probably Tuesday. Do you want to plug any of your Australian shows? Uh, I don't know how much longer... Well, you if know. you're
1: from Australia... If you're in Melbourne, yeah. I'm going to be at Dirty Secrets on Wednesday, the 28th. All right. And then uh, I'm at Nevermind, also in Melbourne, on um, the 29th. And then the 2nd of... Uh, March, Kevin Kellum and I are going to be in, uh, what is it, Peshtigo, Wisconsin. So I go from uh, <laughs> summer in Australia to winter in Wisconsin in a matter of two days.
0: In a matter of two days. Your body is going to love that temperature change.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. It was already 90 degrees most of the trip, and then yesterday it rained and dropped down to the 70s, and I I think I have a head cold because of it
0: oh shit
1: did you now did,
0: yeah. did like I don't think it affected the event right it was
1: not, no no no, no. Yeah. it was buggy but it wasn't like cause I remember you were originally talking in the Facebook chats like it's gonna be like 90 something degrees on Friday yeah. and also on Sunday uh, Saturday no uh, it rained on Friday over Friday night so the temperature dropped
0: oh man well Hopefully you're not too. Hopefully you're uh, still well enough to finish out your trip. Uh, oh, I will. I'll see you soon. Hopefully you know the plan is for you to come to Mania tentatively.
1: You know. No, oh, yeah, I'll go. I'll, I'm. I'm all gun ho now because.
0: <laughs> Did this ignite? Might as well go. do okay. on On the final note, I'll mention, dude. Do, do going to live events. You know, like you know, I feel like a lot of wrestling fans watch it on TV. There is something truly different about going live and seeing it live did, did, what would you tell a fan who maybe is like I don't know about trying it live like what conv- like you know what would you say to a fan who hasn't seen wrestling live to kind of convince them
1: oh it's it's like communal energy you get the vibes from like when Rhea Ripley comes out or say you know like oh who was it I know we were at Wrestlemania last year we wanted The Rock to come out but he didn't but like the, you get someone special like Edge coming out like you know, eighty thousand people getting excited, get for excited just for Edge. Of music.
0: Oh yeah, last year's Mania was wild because you had you had Rhea Ripley winning winning the title. You had Edge coming out in the original Hell in a Cell. Uh, you had Sammy and Kevin Owens winning the the tag team titles. Like so, you had yeah. these big moments. And then, of course, you know one of our one of my favorite Mania memories will always be when Stone Cold came out at thirty eight. You know, at the end of the night one. Oh,
1: that was fun. I. I it just brought me back To being a kid again Yeah, it was yeah. Fun. Goosebumps
0: You feel like a kid again And you hear that glass break I mean that's something I never got to do During the attitude era So for me it was like It's about yeah. time Yeah So that was That mania for me Will always be special Because of Undertaker Getting inducted Never hearing I never heard the gong live Because I only went to see uh, When Undertaker Was doing the biker uh, Taker So I never yeah. got to hear That gong yeah. live So that was, that was great But that's what I'm saying Like you go to these live events You go to these Pay-per-views Premium live events Whatever you want to call them and you hear that music, you feel you're in the thing with the fans, and it just you're you're it's like an out of body experience.
1: Yeah, it is, and it's a little better better than sporting events because in sporting events, if your team loses, you're gonna be bummed out.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But unless you're like a dweeb, you can't be bummed out at wrestling.
0: No, I mean you might get a little disappointed, but then you're like um or you're just drunk and when you're an adult and you don't care. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. So it was fun. But also, I don't understand the people that, I mean, I understand, but don't understand people buying belts. I'm like, you're buying a $700 belt. That's like a WrestleMania ticket. Come on,
0: WrestleMania. <laughs> did you see a lot of, did you see anybody like cosplaying uh, at the? Uh... Yeah, I saw Deadly Boys. <laughs> oh, hell yeah.
1: They, I saw Dudley boys. I think I saw Blue Meanie.
0: <laughs> Blue Meanie. Holy shit.
1: Yeah. And then uh there was of course there's always one macho man. He's not dead. He'll never die. He'll never die. They'll always be I mean I've I
0: think I've seen a macho man in every pay-per-view I've ever gone to. Whether it's Rumble yeah, exactly. Mania whatever. He's the
1: one, yeah. He's like the number one cosplay act uh wrestler. I mean he's And being... then uh, I saw Kane uh, with a mask with <laughs> he saw saw Kane. <laughs> yeah
0: hell yeah uh all right chris yeah where can people find you on instagram uh
1: i think it's damon 79 or chris damon 79 <laughs> damon Se- i forget damon 79 but definitely not then 79 <laughs> you'll see me it's
0: me my dog yeah <laughs> and uh yeah you can you can follow chris he posts all his pictures everything and uh yeah we'll have to have you back on again or something or maybe we'll preview wrestlemania or something
1: maybe we'll pre-game yeah we'll do the pre-game wrestlemania talk about the worst Wrestlemania matches of all time of all time
0: <laughs> alright safe travels Chris talk to you soon
1: alright thank you see you score fine score fine
0: Hey, guys, welcome back. Uh, I'm here with very funny comedian, good friend of mine, uh, reporter for Sports Keta, uh, Kevin Callum. How you doing, buddy?
2: I'm doing well. Uh, too much Red Bull, too much caffeine, too much going on. But um, we're, we're booking rooms for Philadelphia PA.
0: We're booking we're, rooms. We're, it's, it's official. We're all going to, <laughs> to, to Mania, and it's, it's getting a little stressful. You know, tickets are going up. Uh, <laughs> rooms are going up. Do you want to? Do you, it's like, do we want to stay right by the stadium? Do we want to stay like like ten hours away? Should we just stay in New York and take a bus? <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's getting it's getting annoying. Uh, it wasn't that bad last. I honestly think this year is even more. Just like there, there's more twists, there's more turns, not just in the storyline, but just in getting getting there. It's 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 wild. Uh, and I know you've had it uh, pretty wild like lately because you you were telling me like you know you're putting up content for Sports Keto, which will plug your. Your stuff at the end. Uh you're telling me like you're having to get up at like five A.M., four AM, put out like a new reel, there's a new story. Just
2: to record voiceovers. I think I was recording voiceover last night until um three thirty in the morning, our time.
0: Yeah. And it's just it's wild because like not only they're i think you were telling me earlier, they're like a India based company, so they're on a different time.
2: Twelve hour time difference. So they loved Elimination Chamber being five A. M. our time. You know what I mean?
0: so we talked to our good friend, Chris, who who went to the event. Uh, but I want to get your thoughts also. Like, you know, look, Chamber is – it's funny because usually, like, last year well, – I guess last year they only had Chamber. But, like, a couple of years now they've been having, like, Chamber and then Fastlane or maybe, like, one more pay-per-view before yeah. Wrestling. This is, like – this is it. This is the last premium live event before Mania. Like, this it, – it really felt like the, like, hey, we're shaping up this event. You know, this isn't, like, a – a holdover pay-per-view to get us to me. Like, no, we're we're changing the story. We're 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 giving you a sense of what's gonna happen to me. Like,
2: and they I, didn't change
0: I, that much. They just kind of clarified everything. They clarified a few things. I still think like I, I did think the thing with Cody where it's like I want one on one with The Rock. Like, I don't know. Like it's interesting that they're trying to they're not trying to tell us it's gonna be a tag team match. They're trying to, they're trying to, you know, make us think about it just a little bit more you know what i mean
2: with that, with yeah, that well movie. how much tv do you have to do before you get there that's that's the other thing too uh um, you know that that's the thing where some fans are like why don't they just tell us what it is i was like well how long do they have to like you know and once they tell you what it is then how many more moments to, yeah. you know how many more moments in the story can you have before you get to the the closing moment you know episodic storytelling yeah, yeah. i mean that happens all the time like they get to wrestlemania you're two weeks out and then the hype's right there, and then they have one more week of TV, and it just feels like, oh, well, now I'm less excited. I'm just a little less excited because of that one extra week of television.
0: I kind of uh, like this level of story. It keeps you, it keeps
2: you watching the TV show. Regular. Yes. I mean, that's the main thing. You know, And if you're not even watching the television, you're casual. You can keep up with it on YouTube and stuff like that. And you know there's many fans who it's listen funny. to podcasts and stuff like that. They just watch YouTube. Just they just watch it on YouTube. and They just follow us, the clips. They, or they the, listen the to a podcast about it. You know, you, if you follow a sports team, do you watch every game? I get it, you know, but you want to watch the playoffs and WrestleMania, lit, elimination chamber of the playoffs. We're in playoff season right now.
0: This, this is our playoff season. It, it, it's great. So so, so, thought, quick thoughts on the chamber matches itself.
2: Uh, I thought the women outdid the men uh, by, by uh, a solid mile in terms of the bell to bell and the action and showing off stars and making someone a bigger star than maybe they were. Uh, I I fought Tiffany Stratton. You know she was. She a got great selling. They're doing a yeah. Good she gym. had a fantastic team. Team America gymnast uh, mm-hmm. looks like an athlete. Looks like a million bucks. Passes that airport test that you see her <laughs> walk and you know that she's somebody, right? Totally. You know she's a gorgeous woman. But that that the, in this WWE, just being hot isn't enough, right? And I, I'm not saying that's a bad thing either. Um, but uh, but she she's knew how cool to use it. her skills yeah. and also it's mm-hmm. up to all the ladies who made her look really good. You know, they knew they had to make her look really good. And that was a special project within the match. That moonsault she hit was absolutely fantastic. Everyone and she turned the corner when she was doing it. She did it off the one of the chamber pods to a group of women. And as she does it, she kind of like turns late. And and, and that is uh, being around independent wrestling and seeing people do like work on a finish the the one thing that'll drive an older wrestler crazy who understands how to hit those moves is when they see someone's body turn really late yeah it, it worries them because that means the impact when you hit the when you hit whatever you're gonna land on is gonna be way harder uh and but thankfully you know everybody took that you everyone you've seen those spots a million times like big group of people fighting and then somebody jumps on them right and it, it just because it's formulaic doesn't mean it's bad. I'm going to get to something just because it's something you've seen before. doesn't mean when it's done, it's bad. And no. that was one of those things where the way it was done, made it feel like a big moment for her. And in, and she had to take out Naomi, you know, which was that that's, she's, she's, she's an NXT women's champion, but she's taking on a former women's champion. It really shined. And Becky Lynch went Well made a lot of sense. We knew we were getting Becky and Rhea. So we got Becky and Rhea and it didn't feel like you were cheated when that happened. And the crowd was into it, and Liv Morgan didn't feel like she was jobbed out. It didn't feel like anyone was jobbed out. Raquel Rodriguez felt like a a big monster person. She everybody shined to that match. They, they, felt in. Like they were cheated. You know what I what really mean?
0: Feel like the women's matches, especially whether it's War Games or Rumble or or Chamber, the women do a good job. Whether it's whoever's producing them or whatever, it's just a good job of. Making everybody shine, making those moments count. Like you said, when a when a high spot happens, it doesn't just feel like oh, we're getting the high spot. It's organic. It's within the society. slow it down.
2: Slow it down. Slow it down. You know, if you think you're going too fast, you are. And <laughs> and I, oh, yeah. I know I'm, I'm, quote, I'm quoting it. people in a locker room I've heard before. <laughs> um, but I mean, but that's also the wrestling that plays off the best, you too. Especially when you're in front problem? of fifty thousand people and you're in this big structure and exactly, you know.
0: Yeah. And it's it, it, it almost felt like I was getting the comments from Chris a little bit like it was there. It definitely like these they're taking these sort of like you know you know that not that the chambers are the middle of the road. I think that's still a big deal for everybody. But they're taking these sort of you know you know events that are kind of leading to a a, a mania or something and making them feel like a mania by putting them you know abroad. Now I still remember backlash in Puerto Rico last year. Backlash is usually like a B pay-per-view and it felt no. like a movie last year. Like,
2: and, and that show in Australia in front of an international crowd that hasn't had WWE in six years, six years, uh, years like a big deal. You know, that was a, that was a stadium. There's 50,000 people there, you know, like oh, yeah. that, that, that's that, any, any other wrestling company would kill for that number. WWE loves to have a number like that. And it's smart if you can play these rooms, and it's an expense, and you have an Australian tourism board putting up a lot of money for you to be there. A lot of tax credits, <laughs> yeah. Though there were a lot of promos for go visit yeah. Australia, right? Oh and yeah, this, I mean, that's, and yeah. this was a wrestling postcard for everyone watching. Hey, maybe you should go to Australia, and and I understand that. Like that's part of the business, but that's the Nick Khan business, that's the Endeavor business, that's the modern that WWE.
0: I feel like they were doing that with Saudi Arabia too. They, yes, so did. I mean, they were. I'd rather have a tourism board ad than, uh, than like there was something for the guy. Go- I still remember that first Greatest Royal Rumble pay per view. They were doing like Saudi government does this. I
2: mean, that felt. Like, oh, there'll be more of those. Oh, you know, yeah. of course, but you know, I'd rather have a tourism board ad than something else. You know, and it's smart. They probably got you know, a lot of money to do this. You know, and the show ended with Rhea Ripley having a big triumphant win over a big, very, very over villain. Uh, You know, a lot of things are predictable on the show, but I don't think predictable is bad. I'm not saying yeah, Elimination Chamber playing. is the best show of the year. I'm not you're saying it's better than Royal Rumble. I thought no. Royal Rumble was better than this show. No, but um, I, uh, I do think predictable. I think we're both kind of
0: saying this, that like it doesn't matter. Like certain things in wrestling you think might be predictable, but it's not just that. It's also it's how you do it and who who is the stars involved. I think obviously I think yeah. most people knew, oh, Rhea Ripley is probably going to walk out. Still champion, but the way they got there and making Nia look strong, I thought I thought Nia had a good showing as a as a as a monster heel.
2: Yeah, and um, come on, Rhea Ripley's Rhea 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 one of the biggest celebrities for WWE, and also right.
0: I mean, she's a main event. I think I forget who said it. It might have been Hunter's that like she's a main eventer on
2: any day of the week, let alone in her home home country. She's probably one of the top and most popular acts in wrestling. All of wrestling. That's what helps these global
0: live events is having wrestlers from there so because you get excited for the hometown you know yeah. of it. You
2: know, whether it was yeah i it thought food, it was a good show uh but i thought the men's match was good didn't think it was great was i really, really enjoyed fun? uh last year's uh the u.s title chamber match
0: where you had like montez ford doing that one spot off the ceiling Bronson yeah the brawler. like i thought i'm not saying this one wasn't good but i felt like last year's was a little hard to top for the
2: uh, you know, Logan Paul, another thing where a guy who shouldn't be a great wrestler figures out how to get himself over, you know, he had a couple of soft, he has a couple of weird transitions. You can see some things where he's going too fast. He was, um, he was, I saw a little bit of that, but then at the
0: same time, he was such a good heel where he was writing out Kevin Owens yeah. on the
2: pod. Like he was no awesome. Word. Yeah. He and understood
0: move- psychology really well.
2: Yes. And the, the, the aerials from a guy like that are great. Mm-hmm. Like his execution is really, really good. Uh, And he knows how to, he knows how to pull that, pull a punch. In terms of not, I'm not literally, but in terms of being aerial, where you do it in a way where you can really frame it to the camera. Uh, and he did a really good job. Drew McIntyre winning it makes a whole lot of sense. He's on a real hot streak. He's a certified chicken shiz heel now. He's been a bad, bad guy, and now he may be one of the baddest guys in WWE outside of The Rock and the Bloodline. And the way he won was very dishonorable. It's very not the Drew McIntyre that fans love. That that we love.
0: The the McIntyre we got during the Thunderdome era. Yeah, he's a completely different person now. Completely different guy.
2: Stole the win. He's
0: still like a big guy. So it's like you could see him. Like he's not like you
2: know a little squirming a little. Oh crazy. no! But the fact that he's doing like chicken shit finishes is, is interesting.
0: Oh, I like it. And then the stuff with Punk. I mean, on Monday he sat. he yeah. Did the you know he's, he's got, got a
2: guaranteed bat- match when Punk comes back from this tricep injury. He's got a guaranteed match with him. I like that. And he, he, Do it. you see the stuff he did on Raw last night? Oh, yeah. he burst his eardrum and he's kind of alluding that he has this injury. And I know he's going to say burst eardrum is fine. Yeah, and he said, "You may miss WrestleMania." He's like, "Who do you think I am?" <laughs> CM Punk. And what a great line! And they squared up the camera really close on him for it. And I mean, he, he, he he was it just into him. It's great. Oh, yeah. and it's entertaining. If you're uh, if you're a little kid who just wants to cheer the go- cheer the good guy and boo the bad guy, he hits. You know, if you're a fan that liked him a few years ago, he hits. He's a big, big guy. He's an absolute professional. Um, He's one of the most dialed in people. Whenever I've interviewed somebody. Yeah, not you say other people aren't, more. but I've interviewed him. I've interviewed him, I think twice, and he's always very insightful, very clearly passionate about what he's doing. He's not a guy who came into wrestling because, oh, he wasn't a fo- – no shot at anyone else. You know what I mean? He wasn't like a Logan Paul who's a celebrity beforehand, and maybe this is just an evolution of his career in entertainment, right? Or, or an athlete, or something like that, like a moose over in T. Yeah, There's a nothing wrong with for, it. Those people are very passionate about wrestling, he but was he sport was. Sport I, was I, grew I grew up in this. Yeah. I yeah. love this. Yeah. I'm going to give up my life mm-hmm. for this. But with everything, so for him, every performance, he is all in, for lack of a better phrase.
0: <laughs> and,
2: uh, and, and I like, I like this kind of streak that he's on. There's some debate today. You Hear this news about him today with that, with the contract. Oh, tell us about it. So there was uh, a report that went out, I'm not going to say the source of it because it's already been debunked, uh, that he signed a deal with WWE. And he mm-hmm. had uh, reportedly had his deal coming up last year. Injury time was put on that deal. They gave him up many months off. Uh, and he worked up until WrestleMania last year. And there was some debate about whether or not he would be jumping or leaving the company. Right. Uh, and then the, the buyout happens. All of the allegation things happen. I know uh, we might touch on that. Uh, and so all those things happen. personal thing, too. I think somebody passed away in his family, so he was kind of. The, the, yeah. So you know, have other things in your life, right, <laughs> that happen. And, and and also, this is a guy who's working real, real hard. No, well, all issues. the
0: events, all the tours. So he everything. Off.
2: Yeah, And doing all the stuff during the pandemic. You know, he right. was one of those guys who cut a promo when he had COVID and sent it in, you know, like was still <laughs> doing everything he could. Uh, and played. also was the champion for WWE twice during the pandemic. During of one of, of the fans. hardest times to be a champion, I still think yeah. he deserves his fly. I don't think and he's, he's gonna, gonna have the chip on his shoulder, and he did yeah. get to win the title in front of fans even when they came back. <laughs> you know, he lost it. Yeah. So, like this guy has a lot of character motivation that's built into that resentfulness is there. So him signing a deal or him leaving WWE, mm-hmm. like even in K there'd be a lot of fun things you could do with a hey, Drew Galloway, whatever name he would want to use if he left WWE again and went back in the independence or went over to all e wrestling or went and made a, uh, you know, a name for himself in Japan, he would be a big star in Japan with new Japan Pro Wrestling. He'd have a lot of options. Yeah. You know, he would have a, he would have a lot, a lot, a lot of options. So the daily mail and fightful report today that he has not yet signed a deal. So there was talk that he signed a deal and he has not yet signed a deal. Uh, and WWE locked in a handful of people for some deals uh yeah. within the last few years before the endeavor buyout and there's yeah. some
0: people Maybe, me me i think owens things, might have been locked were. in for a couple of more years but he also i don't see owens ever leaving he's,
2: he's uh, owens be. is locked in for a couple more years yeah. he's going to be there for a significant period of time yeah. if he doesn't leave he will do something else in wrestling or find his yeah. way back there but uh but drew so he hasn't signed a new deal uh, but th- the word is they're not far apart on money. They're just far apart on plans for him. Plans what for those him. are. And also, this is a different WWE. Like, if you sign a big money deal with Endeavor uh, and WWTKO, does that mean you sign with William Morris Endeavor? Does that mean you get you the benefits into. of... Yeah, you're you're signing up for a different type of deal. Are you able to go do television? Is that under the same? Like, can you go do a movie and that's under the same deal? Some of these people have agents, but are they just your movie representative? You know what I mean? It's a very different way to run a wrestling company. Uh, But the fact that they are a a media company that doesn't have a distribution channel, this isn't like you're signing with Turner Broadcasting and you're in WCW in the nineties, right? And you get those he's guaranteed deals, it. but yeah. you can't guarantee how you're going to be used, right? Mm-hmm. This is not that. You're signing with a company that basically owns the rights to a lot of different other names, and they can leverage them in all these different ways, and then eventually get a movie made or something like that. So if I'm him, you're signing – it's a different negotiation. So I think that's the only real reason. And, and maybe he's a guy who wants to do something out of wrestling or maybe wants to do more within wrestling and wants to know that he's going to be near the top of the card. Or come. They're not far away from money. I, I don't think I don't think anyone who's signed like we thought WWE would hold back on money now. Now that they're under TKO and everything. No, and I think company.
0: they're just being strategic with their who yes. I yeah. could also see them. Part of me feels like I mean, it feels like he would leave, but then it's like he's doing all this stuff with Punk, and it feels like well, clearly this is leading to a match with Punk, which is probably not going to be for another six to eight months. So he kind of has to stick around for a bit. Do they sign a short term deal with him just to get him through the Punk
2: stuff? Uh, they've done that with other people. Yeah. You know, they, they they did they've done that with Jeff Hardy like 10, 15 years ago. They signed a short term deal with him just to here, let's sign a deal on these terms for this amount, you know, and to get you to the next deal. So this is just a holdover deal until we get the real one, you know. Uh they've done it before. Uh I, w- I would I wouldn't, you know, and then they have rollover time on contracts in terms of like injury time and stuff like that too. So that's kind of what kept him there. It, it, it that's why the deal has been extended and stuff like that. That happened with Rey Mysterio half the whole
0: time. Yes, I remember Rey Mysterio and then uh, I think the FTR also they might have added a little time for injury.
2: Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they they yeah. wanted a WWE long before they left, you mm-hmm. know. Uh but who knows? You know, and this isn't a guy uh, Drew McIntyre is also uh was this like maybe said, the options. All the Wrestling would want him right away. You know, <laughs> they would want him as soon as they could get him TNA would want him as soon as they could get him.
0: I think uh, I think he'd be good with all, especially if like Wembley's coming up. I
2: think he'd be good if, if yeah. he's leaving. That Look. was the talk last year. Yeah. You know what I mean? That was the talk last year. And if you get him, uh, if you're AEW and you can get him, and he's done at WrestleMania, and he gets sent packing, uh, and that's it. I, I don't know if that's the case, you know. But you, if you're AEW and you know you can get him, and you know you can figure something out, you kind of want to know that now, so you, well, know that's you can why use him as a draw. Because with AEW, the game is completely different. You know, like AEW can only sell so many tickets on their name alone. They need stars and attractions to help them sell tickets. That's what you're seeing here with Sting. That's
0: what know? I'm saying. Yeah. I mean, all all two is pretty much sold out. If I'm not mistaken. WWE can sell tickets on WWE. Exactly. That's that's the difference between the two. But I think we're in this stage right now where we're really trying to make uh uh big stars. But uh but yeah, going back to the chamber. Do you feel that the two I know there was some talk of you know la knight possibly winning but i don't know if we would have la knight and seth Rollins would have been because it's two faces i mean you could have done something with that for sure
2: but you know nah, you no know. i i know there's a lot of people on the la knight train uh as a he needs a, a guy who, singles win as, as a big. man of a certain age let me <laughs> just say i appreciate a guy who's still kicking it yeah and, and is way over and wrestles a style that is uh not I wouldn't call it modern. You know, he wrestles a style that feels like it's 1980, you know, it, it, and, it feels
0: old school for sure.
2: I yeah. Like it. Everything about him is like Memphis in 1986, you know, and, <laughs> and I mean it in the right way. Yeah. And so, and he saw that he's raised in that he's re- Percy Kringle, He was a Paul bearer guy. You know, he's right. from that. So uh, the thing is he has all that and everyone's been saying, Oh, it was going to be him and Logan Paul. That was what a lot of people I heard were, were talking about. And that was, well, uh, you know, essentially, collective speculation becomes a snowball, and then people say it's a fact, right? Uh, and it's not. Now they're going with him and AJ Styles. Clearly, uh, that's. A, but was, we also got. Didn't we get that match on SmackDown? or Was it a no D? Was it a D? They've done it. They've done it on SmackDown. But yeah. you know, that's a mid card match. You can throw a gimmick on and do something different with.
0: Well, that's what I'm wondering. Do you do a gimmick match on that, or you know, Seth and Drew? We've seen that now twice. Do they do a gimmick there?
2: You know, for the title? Yeah. Two out of three falls, something
0: different. I, I hope one of the I hope one of those matches gets some sort of gimmick. Um, yeah,
2: another thing is they haven't they haven't done a, a big stit match. Um, or they haven't announced, announced yet. Yeah, yeah. they've announced anything, and I think you got to have something like that on the on the card. So now? it isn't just wrestler wrestler bell yeah. bell, bell bell. You know, it, like it for someone who's a casual fan who just watches WrestleMania once a year. What is something that just stands out and is different? You, need a you know,
0: bit of, uh, a sizzle on the steak. Yeah. and and when was the last time we had a Hell in a Cell? It was last
2: year. Man, uh, they did they did do a Hell in a Cell, and that that match stood out. People yeah. were down on that match. I it was that the match. old
0: cell too. That's what the, the excitement was for. You know, I remember yeah. you, you were there too. We we got to see the the lowering of that. Yeah. Do you do you do something like that? Um. I uh, here's okay. So I yeah I also felt that Drew was the best person to win that match. Uh, there was also going back to the women's match real quick. There was also rumor that Jade Cargo might have been in the Chamber match. Do you know what's going on there? Do you want to speak to those rumors? You know, a
2: lot of people asking about Jade. Um, they did a lot with Jade when they brought her into WWE. Great
0: showing at the Rumble, I thought. Big
2: rollout online. Yeah. Hey, look who we signed. Backstage this is Jade Cargo. You know her name. You yeah. we got her from All Elite, right? Uh, and they've had her make what feels like over a dozen different appearances on television. Yeah. Just appearances. And she had the big debut at the Royal Rumble where she looked great. Training. uh, She's been doing a lot more training. I'm not saying she is a bad wrestler, but maybe this is WWE saying we want to make sure you are as good as you can be when you get in there. Exactly. But the fact that they rolled her out, she's been in the program now for what, four or five months. Yeah. And only one real, only one match. Mm -hmm. Very, but that's special. You know, less is more sometimes at WWE when there's so many people showing up, right? Yeah. Uh, and something makes me think, you don't see her again until WrestleMania. At least in the ring. Yeah. You're in the ring until WrestleMania. What do you do with her? Do you do you do the back- Got that battle royal? <laughs> right. you know, you're gonna put her in another battle royal. Damn, uh, you're, you're gonna have a lot of people. Well. You're gonna want to get on the car. I think they're gonna do the battle royals again Just this to year. give her a, a little like. Uh, exactly. I mean, but the thing is, she may not even be on Mania. She may not be in that battle royal. The the SmackDown before Mania, oh the Andre. God. They do the Friday before. That's you cool. know the consolation prize Royal rumble for WrestleMania weekend. You know, if you remember, they
0: threw, uh, if you remember, you know, sometimes rumbles lead to whoever you throw out of a rumble, that might be your next opponent or whatever. She threw yeah. Becky out. She also threw, uh, Bianca. Out. You know, maybe you do, do you do? Yeah. They did
2: out? that stare down with her and Bianca and people
0: were, eating you, do you No, I feel like you could, that, that takes so much build, you know, Bianca and uh, Jade match. I feel like there's so much you can do with that. And, I just wonder if that's being
2: rushed, you know. Um, but also, uh, no, ru- no rush if you're not putting her on TV. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, and they—they they don't even—they like—they had her go out there with Braun Breaker. Who was she going to go to Raw or SmackDown? They do. Right. The we, we don't know where he what he's going to do on on Mania too. You know, is he going? Uh, no, it? I think he'll do something on Mania. You yeah. Know? yeah. The thing is, for some people, you're not going to be on Mania. You know, like I think at this point, there's going to be a handful of people, you certain people
0: are, are so larger than life, and you're showing them backstage, like a Braun Breaker, or a Jade, if even you, for two
2: nights of WrestleMania. Yeah, you're going to have people that don't make the cut.
0: I agree. You know, and it's, 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 um, it's,
2: it's, and it's, and also, this is a sign of WWE's depth. You know, they have a lot of really talented people. Yeah. Chad Gable, really, really talented guy. He's a guy you tell me he's not on WrestleMania. Oh, that sucks. He's a really talented wrestler, and he has an over gimmick. And him and Otis and the, and the Alpha Academy—that's a mid card thing, but it works. It works. He's you been know? having good
0: matches with Gunther. I mean, those that yeah, were,
2: but yeah, you know, he didn't go over, and then and then they pull him back down the card, and they bring someone up, right? But everything's been built around a handful of acts in terms of the mid card. It's all Gunther, you know, and and, and Gunther. will you know, he'll have something big at WrestleMania. So you that's some payout, you have. A bunch of things that are going to come in together. The Usos are going to fight each other. I think that's going to happen. I think that right? has to happen. Uh, I'm has glad to happen. it's not. I, to me, the Usos fighting doesn't need a title behind it. There was. Called. You have two main events. They're going to be tied to the bloodline storyline yeah. with Cody and Rollins, and you're, you're going to have two yeah. different main events right there. Right. You know? uh, Bill Apter at Sportskeeda, he still thinks mm-hmm. from talking to people he knows in WWE that they will end one of those nights with one of the women. And maybe you do Becky and Rhea on one of those nights, which would ideally be night one. So are you telling me the rock isn't going to work a main event when you bring them back to WrestleMania. That's odd to me. Um, so there's a lot of things going on with WrestleMania and all the questions are interesting. Uh, yeah. So yeah, I know. it's a good time for WWE 40 days out. They got people talking about WrestleMania a lot. 40
0: days out. People are talking and 40 days out. We still don't know really what's we know, we only know four matches, you know, there's, there's talk of maybe, uh, the intercontinental. I know they're thinking maybe doing a multi-man ladder match.
2: You know, it seems, I think they're of- going to, I th- I, th- I got the feeling cause they have so many, it's so much depth, right? We bring up the depth thing. I think they're going to do a multi-man for the, the, I do a uh,
0: what were your thought, you know, I liked last year, the two, they had those WrestleMania showcase, like two on two, it was like two tags, but like, it was like four, four tag teams. Kind of in like a multi-man space, but there were no stakes on it. Do you think they should bring that back? I I
2: thought the match. those were fine, but you they know, were- like they did the yeah, they had one for the women one night, and then they had a six-man tag for the women the other night. And I thought they were a good way to get people on the show. But unfortunately, you're going to have matches that people don't remember. I can't tell you who won those matches. Um, you know, like out of recalling, I do remember they happened. I know one had Trish and Lita. And I believe Becky, am I correct on that? Oh, that, like, so that was
0: yeah, they, they actually had two of those because they had three on Yeah, a and three, they had like, one
2: with the men too. They had like the a fatal with four with the men.
0: Uh I remember the spots from the men just because you had Gable doing like, you know, stuff with like literally Gable like suplex was, was a big, big thing. Uh yeah. Uh
2: yeah. but good if I was Gable,
0: good showcase for the uh the street profits,
2: you know. You, the thing is you can't do so many of those. Yeah, you can and then you just get this like you don't remember everybody type <laughs>
0: It's like, do you want to give everybody a trophy, but then it devalues the trophy? You know
2: what I mean? And at some point, you know, LA Knight didn't make the cut for WrestleMania last year. Right? <laughs> yes, two nights of WrestleMania, and uh, I believe. Were you with me at SmackDown, the Hall of Fame SmackDown before? Yeah, was yeah. he was in the. He didn't even win the Battle Royal. Probably. Last he year. didn't even win the Battle Royal. It was the most over guy. People were cheering his name. Now, mind <laughs> you, the crowd that comes out for WrestleMania is different than your average WWE exactly. crowd. Exactly. Um, so that that's worth noting. But even with those fans, that guy is way more over than he even was. Then uh, I do think he gets a big win at wrestling needs, to me. Everybody's like, he needs a title. and, and I mean, AJ can take it. AJ can take it. And AJ still AJ, right? You yeah. could heat up AJ styles just like you can, have randy orton just waiting in the wings and it's a big deal right
0: on that level now to me that's what la Knight needs more he needs a singles win. he really hasn't had a singles win on a pay-per-view in a while because his last singles match on a pay-per-view if i'm not mistaken was the roman reigns title match in saudi arabia and that he lost unfortunately so to me he just needs a singles win whether it's logan paul aj styles whoever to me Mm -hmm. LA Knight Logan Paul doesn't need a belt, so maybe get that belt off of Logan. Then you wait till SummerSlam and you do LA Knight and Logan, I think.
2: Someone's someone taking that belt off Logan at Mania means more. I more people talking.
0: No, well well, that's the art thing. Do you do you, do you give it to Owens or do you I know Randy Orton's kind of in that mix there? You don't have anything for Orton right
2: now. Do you do What are you, you doing do with Sami Zayn? You're him winning a title. He keeps bringing up he's got to win a title, right? He Because he's not – well, he's he's won the IC, if I'm not mistaken. He
0: won yeah, he of, has. As a yeah, heel. He, he then, won it as a
2: heel. He yeah. won it as a heel twice. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and this is a different Sami Zayn. This is a babyface Sami Zayn.
0: The other thing is, do you throw – another rumor they've been saying, because if you remember, Sami Zayn lost to Drew twice in a row. Do you throw mm-hmm. him and make it a triple threat?
2: With I've them. heard that. Uh, I think Sammy does something at WrestleMania that we're not seeing right now, but it'll be a feel good moment for him. Yeah. Yeah. Everything about Sammy since he broke from the bull and he's a baby face fighting underneath underdog that people like. and can emotionally. He has has his own story. Yeah. So, uh, and I love what they did with the Zane and Owens last year. I wish that tag team kept going, but it's a whole other story. Um, There's a lot of possibilities. There's a lot of possibilities in the mid card. You know, a lot of them. A lot of them.
0: I'm kind of happy that they, they they didn't really break them up.
2: They just, which is good, because they've yes. broken
0: up too many times now. Like we don't need them fighting each other
2: anymore. No. Right? So, they've done it. They've done that. They've done that one to death. They've done <laughs> that one to. I mean, and, and you know, they got to have their mania match. Logan Paul was involved with that. That was the irony. <laughs> that's that's when Logan was just a celebrity spectator. He wasn't even. Yeah, worried. and he still got beat up. <laughs> and uh give it to Logan. He got in there and took a stunner and stuff like that. You I, know I'm, I'm happy feeling? for
0: them that they got yeah. their mania moment. But to me, keep them away. But also shine on them as singles too. They're both great singles stars. They don't need yeah. to be.
2: So I'm happy what else is left to talk about? We're ch- we're all over the map here on Mania. Are you? I guess my question is: Are you? You're happy with the sort of slow
0: build? You like the slow build? You'd rather you'd rather not get your Christmas presents a day early. You'd rather get them on
2: Christmas. Is that yes. Yeah. It means more. It means more. Why the fickle, thick And I, I think this has to do. And this is maybe just me as a media person, and and you too. Like, you don't give it away. No. right away you build to it and the anticipation is what builds to it and the dissipation mm-hmm. means you make more money with it right absolutely and you get to be a part of something special you know like hogan slammed andre we knew it was going to happen when we saw it it was cool you know we knew Austin was going to be michaels when it happened it was very very cool it was yeah. very very special when daniel bryan won the title they yeah was it the exact plan they wanted no Did they listen to the fans and go with it? Yes, but everyone like bitches. Well, they didn't listen to us. Well, now they're giving you what you want. So you're getting it right. You know, they could have done rock and reigns here, but they listen to you and they're going to give you what you want, you know, and, and also the guy you rejected is going to play the heel. So uh, if you're trying to find something to complain, specifically about the big matches at WrestleMania, and I've heard some people um, uh, who are, WWE creative people I've talked to or former yes. creative people they really don't like that tag team idea of rock and reigns versus Rollins and Cody. Cause that means you would have Cody and reigns touch each other before their big showdown, which I agree because they haven't had a, they've, I think they, they've like only had like a stare down or something since mania last year. They've not touched.
0: They've not been physical. not enough. Sure.
2: Other ways to do that. You know, other, you put solo in that role. Something you know? Um, do you have Rock and Cody? And, and here's Jordan?
0: another thing, Salt. So, you're right. So here's a, here's another guy solo who he's only had really
2: one big pay per view win. Premium live win, excuse me. Beat John Cena. Cena. He's yeah. lost yeah. every. He's lost a ton of house show matches since yeah, he then. then. He's, he's a guy. You, he, but he's a guy who can lose. He can lose. You can't yeah, have like, He needs. He needs some sort of just for
0: his monster heel role. He needs something at Mania whether he jumps yep. into this match you know i was thinking at one point because you, what do you do with orton i guess they're kind of infusing him into this us title logan paul reign i was thinking the other thing is you do logan and you have you you have orton and uh, solo and solo becomes the new legend killer and he starts going through all your old favorites
2: aren't all the possibilities really fun <laughs> you know i mean I, I i do think rock in a tag team match allows him whatever Safety, issues you might
0: smoke ring,
2: ring rust whatever that is you know like last time in the ring still gets to be an attraction still gets to be physical can still have a good match um and you can still have the aura of him in a match that is special the rock wrestling a match in 2024 is very special we've not seen him in a ring have a real match in a long time he's come out and done these bits and th- those are special and you can sell tickets We've with that. Niche. Yeah, it's been. But once you tell right me, Rock's going to do three more SmackDowns. Yeah. Before we get there. And he's gonna, probably going to do a ton of media, right? And he's going to do, and he has a huge social media following. <laughs> he is me. Of, he, he can promote this just on his Instagram, basically. Yeah, the way they told the story last night with Heyman going out there. Now, they're doing a lot of things they did with Heyman kind of keeping the bloodline going when Rock isn't there. The pulling the phone out gimmick, and Cody got to beat up the goons who went in the ring. It
0: felt very right. Lesnar esque in a way. Though. Yes, yeah,
2: but uh, but also, Heyman is a guy who's such a good talker and so compelling and so easily hateable. He's telling and the they, story. The whole time. Oh, they gave him a ton of time to talk up to the ring yeah, too. God bless. Him. Uh, and so, and Cody is he's a st- he's Captain America. You know what he is. You've had Darth Vader at the top for such a long time. Now it's time for the good guy to get the belt back. That's what this is. Does that makes and, uh, and I'm telling you this. Reigns <laughs> is not leaving Philadelphia with the championship. No, he's not. Some people tell me they oh, they just they want to keep the ballot on him. This is the Reigns marks, too. They're just dying, dying to say this, and they've lost themselves and their and their, their allegiances. And this isn't me being like anti Reigns at all. Yeah, you know, I enjoyed the match last year. I thought it was great. It was very empire strikes back type stuff.
0: You needed him to have a like I think it was too easy for Cody to win last year. Yes, we were all disappointed. I don't I don't I not think it was too too easy. It's just No, I'm saying if he had won, that might have been that would have felt too easy. He needed his hard times. I
2: think Yeah, and since then they've been Conan. they've been Conan. they've been Roman in a tag team match. So the allure of him and everything they've created, like he is human. He is you you, you know he's not a god. He is he is defeatable. He was pinned by his own flesh and blood. All right. I and think that's a little convoluted with that stuff, little... but they, that, that was very important. He was pinned. Yeah. You know, he, he is, he is, mani- he's he is openly manipulative. Yeah. He is openly like he needs other people to do these things. These exactly. are all storyline points that Cody will hammer into him before they get to mania. And it's all going to culminate and say, you're on the ropes before the bell even rings, buddy. You <laughs> know what I mean? Like they're They're going to say that. Like I got your number. And when it's just me and you, just me and you one-on-one, on one, nobody else and there were some great storyline notes, things you could see and look into. When Cody said, you're not hunting me, I'm hunting, hunting you. you. Oh, it was great. And, and so so, so Cody is going to injure a handful of people or prevent them from doing something in their own path to WrestleMania. <laughs> uh, and and, uh, and this, this will be an interesting scenario. Uh, and And also, Cody's going to have backup. And, and who That's that backup the is going to be. So not, it allows you to yeah, have yeah. a bunch of cameos. It allows you to have, kind of reminds me of like an Avengers movie where you, you, you get to have an ample of different people who all have vested interests in making Roman no longer the champion. You know, like there's a lot of people he's screwed over to get where he is. And there's and a he lot of people he's screwed over. In the yeah, you, know what I mean, you know what I mean? Like, and it, it, it borders on convoluted. You like at borders on that because he had it at SummerSlam when Jimmy, for no reason, it felt like no reason, turned on his brother, right? Yeah. But you are going to get Jimmy versus Jay. You are going to get
0: so. Jimmy versus Jay. Somebody takes down Solo. I think. I think. I could see this. I'm, part of me thinks like maybe you do this thing where all the faces kind of, you know, help Cody in that final moment. Yep.
2: Yep. yep. That's what I see happening, and not just not just guys who are there. Someone comes in. Almost Punk tried. can do that. <laughs> Punk, he doesn't have to, he doesn't get too physical. No. He can hold a chair in his hand. Yeah. You know, he all right. It. I know how this is going. You're, you're good. He's going to, you're done, dude. Like, like, no one's getting in that ring. <laughs> like, besides the guys who are in that you're, ring. You're only and, facing your, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and, uh, you know, sorry, Solo, your thumb's getting broken before, before you get <laughs> to Philadelphia. You know, like, uh, there are going to be no Samoan spikes. So, uh, and, there, there's part, and th- this is the part where I know I'm marking up. It'll be worth the trip to see this title reign end that way. You yeah. know, and if you're a diehard fan, that means something. And but there's some people say, "Oh, he's got to have the title so he can beat Hogan's record." I don't. I don't uh, that's not enough. Like a line on a spreadsheet, and part of WWE's like title Mirror, lineage. Or, those yeah. are all special things week to week to get to a big moment, but the moment of him beating Hogan's record does not Cody. outweigh Cody beating him for the title in the and, main event of WrestleMania.
0: And, and on a decade, uh, on like a milestone year for me.
2: Yeah. If you remember, WrestleMania 10, Bret Hart. Under new ownership. Yeah. All the bad news that, that outside of wrestling. You know? The dark outside team. of what the, what the guys and gals do in front mm-hmm. of the camera. You know? Exactly. All those other things that they don't control. You know? What can they control? Sending people home happy, putting right? smiles on faces, putting smiles on faces, and we left WrestleMania with a little bit of a bittersweet taste in our mouth, right? Mm-hmm. But we were still, it was still good. No one left that WrestleMania saying that's a bad WrestleMania, right? No. Have there ever have there been better WrestleManias? Probably, awesome. but that was a great show. Had some of the best matches WWE did. I thought they, I think they've had some okay pay per view since, but a lot of, more good than bad, right? Yeah, I some agree. great, some great. SummerSlam was a little, I would say, a little bit of a uh lukewarm but i you
0: know elimination chamber, went, Royal Rumble. definitely that, that summer slam last year was very interesting i and i went survivor it, series like they've had some hot shows hot sure. you know series was you know still like you know the
2: goosebumps you get from thing like yeah. whoa you didn't you didn't think it was gonna happen they didn't they didn't they, they didn't feed you anything this is triple h's wwe this is oh. endeavor's WWE. Yeah, uh and that isn't me being a homer you know like the You've cut out a lot of the problems in terms of telling storylines. You've added people. You've clarified things. uh, Raw, a three-hour show every week that some people thought was a chore to watch doesn't feel like a chore anymore. No, it's definitely a different. It's different. You're seeing those different. I'll uh, catch some of it live, and then I'll watch the rest on highlights. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, Um, I I usually watch a little bit of it, and I'll go ahead and open mic, and I'll come back, and I'll catch the rest (laughs) or whatever, you know.
0: Uh, but let's start to wrap up here, Kevin. Uh, I do want to touch a little bit on there's been some news, uh, you know, what you know, certain celebrities are doing promo right now. You know, the Rock's gonna be doing a lot of promo, and mm-hmm. they might ask people on this road to WrestleMania, on this promo tour, on this media tour, they might ask about the dark cloud, the dreaded, dreaded Vince stuff. Uh, yeah. John Cena was recently on Howard Stern, he made some comments, uh, you know, referring to his friend and mentor, Vince McMahon. You know, I guess the question is. What should these guys be able to say? What can they say? Are they welcome to give their opinion? Look, this is a guy who, who gave a lot of breaks to a lot of people. Should they be able to freely talk about that? Or are they under the scrutiny of his of this person's actions?
2: No matter what, it's an incredibly uncomfortable position to be in, Yeah, to be asked about it. Uh, and in the media, I can tell it's uncomfortable to ask. Uh, but there is a responsibility to talk about it. Also, I think there's a responsibility off the record to ask people if they're okay with talking about it, mm-hmm. um, especially if you have talent who I don't know. I'm not going to say no one has a, a professional relationship with Vince McMahon, but I, I think it's uncomfortable to ask people if they have a limited one, especially in the last few years. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, uh, but if you John Cena, that guy very much has a relationship with Vince McMahon, and 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 uh, I listened to that interview. I listened to it, and, and Howard Stern is one of the best interviewers in all of media, the king of all media, bababoo, bababoo, bababoo. <laughs> I know. I know when we were talking about this topic, I wasn't going to get silly, but I wanted to to have yeah, that. point of I uh, Cause I, I, this is comics. We have to be really, really silly. And to people. be stern, he asked the tough questions. This is just this Yeah. Is and th- this is a different Howard Stern. This isn't, you know, Howard Stern <laughs> of the past. So Howard, Howard is, I think still one of, he was the best interviewer then he's a lot more serious now. And even Howard in talking about that, as a guy of in his 60s says, There's friends of mine who things came out about them and I can't be friends with them anymore. And it's, and as he put it, it was a mind fuck. And I heard some people who heard it, who heard the same interview I did, say that Stern gave a better answer to the question he asked Cena than yeah. Cena did. And Cena, though, uh, a lot of people said it was, uh, Style Monster, uh, Sal, who, who is a big channel. He's a guy whose opinion I respect. I think he's a really smart, um, analysts of wrestling and some other people I've heard were very, very critical of John Cena and his response. And that John expressed a level of empathy towards Vince McMahon in this situation. Um, But I don't, I don't know if those same people and they read the quotes and I saw a lot of people respond and read quotes. And this is, and to be clear, this is not me in any way whatsoever defending Vince McMahon. No of the things he's alleged of doing. And I want to clarify on that. I also feel I don't feel John Cena defended Vince McMahon. The thing he got crap for was having empathy for him. Which
1: <laughs>
2: that's the know, like, looking... like that's the part that like jarred me with the way people went off on, on John about this. I was like, so you're mad at him because he still has love for this person who's a father figure that made him who like who was he a is. critical force in making him who he is mm-hmm. this person is still processing the fact of what he's dealing with mm-hmm. you know like that's very hard to process that the way you and i hear about it, we hear news and oh wow i've spent my whole life as a wwe fan and man i, I like it really bothered me the day i found out, for a couple of days and it still bothers me Still bothers me that like somebody who is like, is let mind you, alleged of doing these things, and it mm-hmm. looks very, very bad.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: It's a, it really um, is. A but but he he expressed empathy and the, and the, the hard hill you have know, a hard hill to climb, and I can only express love for this person and understand. But he also expressed accountability. I know some people said he, they were mad at him because he didn't um specifically express any sympathy for the people affected by this directly.
0: Right. You know. I think that's where um, he
2: let, let, there was less. Okay, like, uh, and, and i'm not i'm not devaluing that take at all yeah um uh, but uh, one and then other people were even madder at him because he went into i have love for the entity of wwe and he is so earnest john cena playing his character is him turned all the way up he's right. much like cody he's very earnest he's very very he's very much the make me the guy i want to represent something bigger than me an ego thing but like an ego with a sense of um, centered morality, right? you know? Uh, so, but then there's some people saying, well, where's your morality? If you're not bringing up these people that are affected by it and stuff like that. So uh, I get where everyone's take on it, but his fact of what did, what can we do that doesn't, that keeps, you know, like he's, he's, I'm worried about how this affects other people. When he says W entity of WWE, he's saying everybody, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, he's like, I just want to be like the Disney line. He said, if you work at Disney, you want everyone to leave Disney really, really happy. You yes. know, th- This isn't what you want. And he's just still in that mode, even though he is who he is, he takes that same type of drive and attitude and, and overwhelming, all-encompassing dedication to what he does. You're asking that person who ties all of that behavior with his work, who he is is his work, right, to the relationships and the people that helped him drive to that point. Exactly. Very, very hard. So, uh, And I'm not saying I don't have empathy for people that are affected by this. I have empathy for people who have to talk about it. And their words are weighted so heavily. You know what I mean? Like some of the most important things you will be asked about are some of the most awful things that somebody who helped produce and create stories in your career that are tied to you. That guy is alleged to doing these awful, horrible things. awful yeah. things. So I I think it's very unfair to judge people who I don't think know everything that we're able to read now publicly before we found out about it, you know, and and that isn't me giving anyone an out. I do think he could have been a little bit more, um, the empathy should have been broader.
0: The empathy should have been a little broader. Uh, it also, I mean, I will say this: John Cena is obviously a big star. He has media handlers. I wonder if should should he have spoken more from the heart like he did, or should he have had more of a? I, I
2: thought he did podcasting. speak from the heart. Should he?
0: Oh, yeah. I, I guess my question is: Should he have been? I, and this is the thing I'm thinking about: is could he have had a more PR? friendly you know handled craft. oh
2: i thought it was i thought he was trying to do very pr friendly and he was trying to be very conscious of what he was saying and and how he said it you know but it's also uh, you don't want
0: it to be so robotic i think it's better if he speaks no slow. but
2: some people are gonna say it's robotic right yeah. even though they're gonna say like oh you're trying to be very earnest but you just come off robotic because you're just trying to yeah. protect people right so there's that it just yeah. sucks because you have people like the rock and cena who are on these media
0: tours right now i think and the, the like, rock's gonna get it He's gonna get it if if he hasn't already been asked about it, he definitely will he's an
2: executive now.
0: That's the other thing. Uh well that's where I think someone like a Nick Khan should have to take he will have to speak to it too, because I mean he's on that sort of, you know, the Mm -hmm. inside. He knows and also I think another question that should be asked, as opposed to you know, I feel for like someone like a Bianca Belair who has a very limited relationship with Vince, what does she know and what should she have to speak to? She's just trying to get ready for mania. You know what I mean? Like it's unfortunate. Mm -hmm. You know, and I know they had the big Hulu rollout red carpet for their Hulu reality show. And I'm I don't feel like there were a ton of questions directed about that stuff. And that's good because they need to focus on that, you know,
2: and there's other people I talk to who are in wrestling media who think this is the number one thing we should be asking about.
0: It's it's so I think it depends who we're talking to. I think I think Nick Khan needs to speak to certain things. I think TKO needs to speak to what are they doing now to prevent that? What sort of internal investigation are they doing on their own? Because they that I haven't really heard anything about. I think that's something mm-hmm. we're talking to. Like, what are they doing to mitigate this problem and prevent it from happening again? And what investigation are they doing on their own? You can't just say, well, we removed him and that's it,
2: you know? Yeah. And then there's going to be people say, how did you handle this? And, and, yeah. and where the, where's the weight in that? And, and mind you, there's a company that bought this and bought into these things. And you had Ari Emanuel, head of Endeavor into WWE. <laughs> there were allegations before the sale. They knew stuff was going on. Yeah. And, and they needed Vince to be a part of the deal. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and now a lot more comes out and they're in this position, you know, and um, so it's it's very weird. Uh, you know, Kevin Owens said these are disgusting and awful and this is really, really hard to process. You know, like that was uh, a composite of what he said. It's terrible and it can never happen again. That was Kevin Owens. A I quote think it's from a great yeah. Uh, yeah. And this was, uh, I'm trying to see the source. He, Allen, spoke with Inside, the, he spoke yeah. with Inside the Ropes. He says, I mean, obviously, everything that's come out is awful, just terrible. There is really no words to describe how sad this makes me feel. If people that spoke out went through what they went through, it's terrible. It's shameful. It can't ever happen again. That's all it really comes down to. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, Maybe some people say that John Cena went on too long and maybe he, he showed too much empathy in this circumstance of Instagram. And keep in mind he had, that he had, em- he had empathy for someone who's accused of awful things.
0: He had empathy, but that's also, you know, his relationship versus with Kevin Owens' relationship is two different things.
2: Different, different things.
0: He was also, I think Kevin Owens was on a quick sort of media, like a like a, like a a shorter interview where Cena was on, you know, Stern. Those are long interviews. You're, you're, Stern wants death.
2: Oh, you're going like an hour, yeah. you know? And uh, if you like John Cena, listen to the interview. It's probably one of the it's, best. It's a great interview. I, I, I it's a great I interview. Check that you, you, out. Yeah, like and he's very honest about wrestling and like his mindset and what he thinks he can do and what he thinks he did, what he honestly thinks he did in the business. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and uh, and also how much he loves acting now. He uh, he seems a guy who really really enjoys acting. <laughs> <you know? laughs>
0: he's great. I think he has great comedic timing.
2: Yeah, getting a new season of Peacemaker. They're confirming oh, yeah. it's, it's coming out.
0: Well, so, so let's let's leave it on that. you know, I know we touched on some tough stuff. We touched on some mania stuff. We'll leave it on that. Uh, final thoughts on mania going forward. Final thoughts on maybe does Cena make an appearance? What do
2: you think? Does Cena need mania? Could he? Could uh, he uh, I don't uh, think Cena needs mania, but is it going to hurt? You know, it be know? nice. He uh, he really doesn't miss a ton
0: of manias if you think about it. He's only missed, I believe, thirty seven was the only one he's missed.
2: Yeah, since he's been there even even in just how was it he,
0: he was stuck on some set or, or he couldn't get back in time or
2: something. no but i mean even if you can have a pre-film something you know pre-film just have something. him on there you know yeah. if you can just have him shoot something and he's on the mania you know he made the mania yeah uh, no saying
0: he needs to have a match
2: but i think uh, no. it's nice
0: to see him and it's again it's a miles to me 40 is the you know the i still remember a 30 the big i wish i had you didn't go to 30 right
2: no, I wish. Thirty is the one I. Really, I'm a big Brian Danielson fan. Daniels I've seen a thing. lot of his big matches. You had the live. opening Rock Austin and Hogan. Yeah. You know, yeah. I wish I, that's one. I, I've that was the first one on the network when they launched the network. Yes, yes. Um, I, I that's one I really wish I saw. I really, really wish I saw that one.
0: <laughs> you could have been the uh, that bug out eyed fan where you're like, no, not to yeah. Either. I would have. I would have ripped my tricep
2: just doing all the yeses. <laughs>
0: yeah. uh, but you, we will be seeing each other at
2: Mania. That's great. Yeah. We're, we're gonna we're gonna hear each other snore for a couple days'll be good. oh
0: that's gonna be wild too <laughs> And maybe we'll do some <laughs> shows also we'll try to make that work
2: um, We all gotta get one big like you know those hookah machines with all the pipes connected to them Yeah. We need like one big like hookah sleep app machine for all those <laughs> all of, 30 all something these. dudes Oh my
0: god yeah all, and then you know when the drinking go then they'll be even worse <laughs> you. It'll be bad uh Kevin, tell the people uh, where they can find you.
2: Ah, oh, so much going on. If you're into comedy, Roast Battle Chicago, dot Chicago.com. Our big tournament is coming up. Uh, we have our tournaments launches on February 29th at Lincoln Lodge in Chicago, and then we'll be at Zany's Chicago Comedy Club every Thursday in March. You can hear me on Chicago's alternative rock radio station Q101. Doing some podcast stuff with that. We just did a podcast about the uh, Rose Battle. Uh, and you can see all of our stuff on YouTube. Sports Kita Wrestling. I'm all over Sports Key Wrestling. Search Sports Key Wrestling on YouTube. Uh, I, I'm the voice of all of their different long-form essay-type videos. If you search those, we've had some really, really big ones. We just went about the entire Samoan wrestling dynasty. Everyone who's been uh, connected to the Anawahi bloodline, the uh, Maivia bloodline. Uh, everyone in that bloodline who's been in wrestling we did a big video about that. Uh, oh, and that great. one uh, cracked uh, about a half a million views, which is, really, I love really the, I love the history of wrestling. And then when you have third generation, I love that. Generation I, that's I enjoy exactly. those. I enjoy those reads more, more than some depressing stories, but uh, you know, we'll still do, we're, we're doing a video right now on the toxic side of WWE's work culture. That, mm. that was a part of it. Uh, that's there. It's, it's there. You know, some of it's natural. Just like if you go into pro sports, there's injuries, you know, and, and, and all those different things. So we kind of like, Touch on those stories like a collection of them. Uh, and that's coming out soon, relatively soon. So we, we have the Honest Real stuff. We have the Deep Dive Fun stuff. We got a lot of stuff.
0: Hell yeah, Kevin. And uh, you can find me uh, at The Comedy on Instagram. Uh, I have a bunch of shows coming up. Uh, and yeah, let's uh, let's talk soon. But uh, get that right.
2: beer ready, baby. Get that, get that beer ready. ready. Uh, uh,
0: this has been Gimmick Street Wrestling Podcast, guys. Take care.